he nui tangata e heki ana ki te pō, he iti tangata e kaki ana ki te rangi. Many fail, but few succeed. E ngā mana e ngā reo and I'm Justin Murray and welcome to our 2009 Te Matatini programme right here on Te Ahika, Radio New Zealand National. Aira, Te Ahika this week is dedicated to Te Matatini, the National Kapahaka Festival that was in Tauranga last week. Now this is no ordinary festival, this is where the creme de la creme of Kapahaka come together. So let's start off with a dummy's guide to Kapahaka. Kapa is a noun meaning rank, row, line or team. Haka is a verb meaning to dance or perform. Put it all together and you have kapahaka, dancing in rows. Those are the formations you see standing side by side, lined in a row. Now at the Matitini, or the Nationals as some people call them, there are very, very formal rules. Only 40 performers can be on stage, which is usually broken down to 20 women and 20 men. Each performance bracket is limited to 24 minutes. Go over or under that time and you get points deducted. In each bracket, there's an order that must be followed, starting with the whakaeke. That's the entrance item, or how the group starts off their set. Now, sometimes it will start off with a waiata tira. That's a choral item. That's followed by the whaikorero, or the speech by the kaitātakitāne, the male leader usually. Now, his korero usually introduces his rōpū group and speaks of the links to the hosting group, in which case this was tauranga moana. This is then followed by motietia. That's a song that generally doesn't have much of a tune. It's usually very serious and very emotional. That's right, Mariah. And then we lead into one of my favourites, the poi. Which is followed by the haka. Then the waiata aringa, or action song. And finally the whakawatia, the exit or the way the bracket ends. So Mariah, this takes place in 24 minutes. It sure does, and there's a set of four judges for each item, and they usually represent each region. So while it's a huge Māori reunion, because let's face it, you nearly see every Māori face you know there, the competition is fierce, and being named the champions has heaps of mana. And it's financially lucrative too. Don't forget the record deals that usually follow. But there's overseas performance. That was the past winners, or Portiki Mai Tafiti at the America's Cup in Valencia last year. So Mariah, this is where all the hours of practice, learning waiata and fundraising sausage sizzles pays off in those 24 minutes. Yep, and groups perform their heart outs. Well, wouldn't you? You're representing your iwi, waka, or even in some cases your hapu. And it takes mammoth organising to get from its launch to the actual festival last week in Tauranga, where Justine based herself and got to be home for the week. It's a glorious Thursday morning. 450 locals have gathered for the welcoming ceremony or the pōhiri to kick off properly and in true Tikanga Māori style, the welcoming. Here at the Pōhiri Matatini 2009, 
the welcoming group. There are about 10 men in the middle of the field challenging the visitors. It can be described as a Weddell face-off. The visitors on the home crowd's turf and the home crowd challenging the visitors as if to say, look, we welcome you here, but this is our turf. Back in 1972, what we now know as Timatetini was called the Polynesian Festival. It first kicked off in Rotorua at Rotofio Marae and was nowhere near what it's become now. 36 groups from around Aotearoa, including two from Australia. Timatetini attracts thousands of people every two years. 36 groups and 13 rohe. I ask people here at the Matatini what it means to them. Matatini is awesome. It's an opportunity for us to all get together, meet, the, meet up with the whānau that, are, that have come to watch the kuppas. It's, it's awesome. Whānau throughout um, the Motu come together, hapu and iwi, sharing a lot of information through waiata, kōrero, and bringing our kuia and kaumātua together. Aye. It doesn't mean to me. Oh, no, really, just a mean-ass Māori day. We Māori's come combine. Get together, battle it out in Hako. Yeah. Matatini for me is, uh, it's especially been held in Tauranga. Uh, it's something that hasn't been here for a long time, but it was under another name rather than Matatini. But uh, in saying that today, it's moved on now, and um, you get the multitudes of Māori to come here. This is the uh, the grand stage, the national stage, to showpiece our uh, our culture. Yeah, just a get-together of, of all our body, bodies. Beautiful. It's been lovely. I think Matatini is about um, striving for and achieving excellence for Māori through kapahaka and waiata. Uh, you know, that's sort of the main kaupapa, so to speak, but I think under that it's about a coming together of Māori and iwi and celebrating our uniqueness in the world. Guild. Although Timatini is about seeing the best of the best in Kapahaka, it's also an opportunity to showcase budding entrepreneurs. As part of the Matatini 2009, of course, um, there are many, many stalls here. You can get everything from T-shirts to lava lava to uh, um, ika creamy to prawa prai. And I'm at the stalls at the moment and they're just setting up for the crowd. On the first day, and I have with me Aroha Lutumbega. Kia ora, Fire. Uh, kia ora. Kia hanga kaireka. What are some of the, the oh, fantastic things? Kai mote matitine, he kai mona, mataitai, kuira to mata kai, maina kina o te mona, taia tu kina tuna o matakana, kai te hara mai. Seafood from matakana. Ai, na tuna, maina paua. Alright, so we have a, a board in, in front of the marquee that they've got set up here. Tutu kai, ngā kai o te ao Māori, so that's um, food of the of the Māori world, and they have uh, kina. Just explain, Fire, what, what, what kina is. Oh, kina is sea eggs in the Pākehā world or um, sea urchins, but we've got uh, 
eat the roe of the kina, hence calling it sea eggs. So, um, yes, very uh, much appreciated delicacy of dao Māori. What's ikamata? Ikamata is just raw fish, plain, without any dressings of just water and onions. And ika karimi is where we've done a little bit of a uh, uh, Pacifica type of mix with coconut cream and uh, capsicum and spring onions and uh, um, ika. Uh, all our kai is being prepared off-site so that we can meet the health and safety regulations and we've got chiller at the back here where we'll store our kai. Kaupai. So there we go, that's Fire Aroha here with her um, tutu kai and are you expecting sales to go through the roof today? We don't know what to expect, to be quite honest. We're saying, oh, my son is saying, oh, that's not enough, Mum, that'll go all in one day. And I think, oh, well, OK, we'll order another 10 buckets. But we just have to see how it goes on the first day. Hopefully we'll be prepared for the crowds. If we run out in one day, well, we'll just have to go and go out and send them out diving again to get some more kai. <laughs> and I'll go up to, to the fishery department and ask them if they've got any spare fish over there. <laughs> And uh, as we move our way through the rest of the stalls, kia ora. Kia ora, Justine. What, what, what's your name? Um, my name's Rahira Ormsby. Oh, kia ora, Rahira. Now, uh, what have you got today? Uh, we are selling watermelons and ice cream, <gasps> rock melon and ice cream. Where you half it and then you put the... You half it and put two scoops of ice cream of your choice and um, put a little bit of watermelon back on it. It's going to be popular today, yeah, in the heat. I hope so. So have you got a way to sort of, oh, your watermelon is down there. Yeah, we've got a a bit of an operation going on here. Are you fundraising for any particular reason? I am. We're fundraising for um, youth to go to university. Aye. (laughs) Ka pai. So the proceeds you make today go back into a putia for the... Yeah, for the rangatahi to go to university. So watermelon and rock melon... We're at another store and we've got some beautiful taonga here, ngā pounamu. We've got rings, necklaces. Radio New Zealand. Radio New Zealand. Kia ora. Uh, we also have, um, well, lots of necklaces actually. Oh, kia ora. Um, what's your name? Anne Rawiri. Anne Rawiri. And what do, you, what do you have here today? We have taonga pounamu, greenstone treasures. It's what we call the business. Can you describe me these particular yep, earrings? They mako, mako earrings with greenstone capped. And what does mako mean? It means from the sharks. And are these homemade or...? Some of them, are these ones here were. But they, as you know, the sharks, these were come from the, t- the bottom of the sea where they um, renew their teeth every so often. So they have divers going down for these sort of things and they get made up. And then Bill and I, we sit at the table at night putting the um, dash on. We... Yeah. Does it take much to get your store ready for Matatini? Yes, it's, we're still getting ready now for... <laughs> yes, it does. And they've got and beautiful going, things. People, there's things that people don't see in behind the scenes of the Olamahi that goes into you know, before we set up here. Yeah. Okay, so we've got some beautiful um, necklaces Oh, necklaces here and um, earrings, only $5 a pair, Kapai. Yeah. Awesome, thank you very much. Thank you, kia ora. <laughs> Okay, now um, t-shirts are really, really popular here at the Matatini. We are here at uh, one of the stalls, Māori Threads. We've got t-shirts, Nati Pro. Oh, it's a moment like this, you need Māoris. Tinorangatiratanga. Hi, my name's Barry. Barry, and uh, just describe your stall for me. I've um, got a range of uh, sort of iwi shirts and also um, sort of some local shirts for um, the Matatini. 
And um, yeah, we're just here for Māori threads. Yeah. What kind of did you have to prepare specially for Matatini? Make make new shirts, perhaps? Or? Uh, I've got a few new designs. So like the the moments like these, you need Māoris, um, and also uh, just also some of the local airway stuff. And whereabouts do you, did you guys travel? We're based from? in Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, yeah we also just got our website MāoriThreads.com. MāoriThreads.com. We, we do a lot of the major events just around summer. Nice. And are you expecting, you know, some good sales to happen over the weekend? Oh, it should be fun. <laughs> should be fun. Thank you very much. Thank you. And another stall here, we have a touch of Aotearoa. Kia ora. Kia ora. Uh, um, ko mai to ingoa? Ko Gurley, Gurley, Winniata. Gurley, Winniata. No, no here, Quid. Where are you from, Gurley? From Ōpōtiki. Ōpōtiki. Now tell us... Kia ora. And tell us about your stall today. Oh, our stall, we have um, lots of different um, craftsmen. Most of our craftsmen come from Oportiki. We have three very good carvers in, in Oportiki. Um, we, we, we're so proud to have all the different work. And so yeah. tell us what, you got, what you've actually got here on your table. Okay. It's our bone carving. They're done from a local carver. They carve both sides there. Um, these ones are done by a Samoan in um, Auckland. And we have our deer antler that are done by... A Tongan in um, Hamilton. He's deer antler. Deer antler, and he's paying his way through university. So we're proud to help him as well. I'm Mariah Rakaraku, and that was Justine Murray talking with a queer. She was one of the storeholders at Te Matitini and a Tiahika special of the National Kapahaka competitions held in Tauranga last week. Although the first day pretty much went off without a hitch, day two was a different story. Ida Mariah. Blame it on the rain, as they say. Rain and strong winds forced the cancellation of day two. Now, this is pretty major, eh, Justine? The competition runs over three days, and at the end of day three, the six finalists are selected, and they battle off in the final day. So what happened, Justine, when everyone was told there weren't going to be any finals? Well, everyone all around was pretty disappointed, actually pretty gutted, because we've got to think about the ones that travelled from afar. Um, to compete, to have no finals was pretty gut-wrenching. And it's such a tight program too, eh? So Very tight. If you weren't going to have finals, that meant that everything was squeezed up into those two days? Well, everybody was thinking, hmm, maybe Monday would be an extra day on to Matatini, but to have no finals was a decision made by the Matatini board. So that's the executive committee headed by Nasi Sawan Parata, and he's explaining the reasons here to Anatapiata. I mean, we had plan A, plan B and plan C. And we were still not able to um, have the function yesterday. Um, suppose basically, if you if you want to have a function where um, Tafiri Matea uh, is involved, you basically really got to have a stadium that's covered, that can hold 30,000 people. And uh, there aren't many of those. Even our rugby fields can't uh, uh, cater for that that sort of situation. Is it a reminder that we're only human? Oh, definitely. It, is, it definitely is. And you can have all the plans for every, every single situation. However, um, when the weather wants to do something, you just have to go with the flow. And what were the implications of such a massive change to plans? Well, the implications were that we still had to finish our program by Sunday because if we move on to Sunday evening and, and another day, there are others, other things that Im, impact on the kaihaka and impact on everybody that's actually uh, made the time to come here. And um, so we made the decision uh, that uh, the only way we could fit 
um, everything in was to have uh, one group from 1 to 36 rather than the three pools that were originally organised in a final on Sunday. And so in terms of managing the big change, yes. what did the organising committee have to deal with? The organising committee had to deal with uh, Making, know. Well, making sure this, well, making sure that the the site was safe for the performers, for the, the the public, and everybody. That was the first reason, and the second one was making sure that uh, the groups, the stallholders, and everybody that um, had a part to play in uh, holding this festival uh, were informed and able to um, make a contribution. Head of the Timatetini Executive Committee, Samwan Parata, talking with Ana Tapiata. So Justine, with the cancellation of that day, how did some of the haka groups handle it? Well, I suppose it was a good time for the groups to get in that last minute practice. And as it happens, I went to Hungahunga Torua Marae, where Wellington Group Nga Tonga Mai Tawhiti were staying. Uh, Justine Murray here for Tiahi Khan Radio New Zealand National uh, covering the second day of the Matatini, which is the Performing Arts Festival uh, 2009. Now the second day is a wet one. So uh, the group Nga Taonga Mai Tawhiti are staying here at one of the marae in Tauranga Moana, Hunga Hunga Torua. And um, I'm here with... Uh, mu Muyahu, no Te Atiawa, Ma Tatsua Waka Ngati Awaiwi. Kia in and Eugene Temara, who you Now, because of the rain, what's what has the group been uh, doing this morning? Uh, well, we, we've been in the relaxed mode since um, our, our performance has been delayed, so um, which is a good thing for us. So it gives us a bit more time to get prepared and um, and um, relax a bit more, and yeah, calm the nerves. <laughs> and without giving too much away, what? Can you tell what can you tell me about the group's performance? Um oh well, <laughs> no, nothing uh, really overwhelmed because uh, a lot of mahi a lot of hard mahi's been put into this for the last couple of months and uh, you know uh, all we gotta do is just give it our best and nothing but the best. What did you sacrifice to make the practices and, and what kind of commitment did it take? Well you know, most of us here, have, we've got young whanau, you know, we've got kids of our own and um, partners of our own and there's times where we've had to push, not not, not like to say push away our whanau, just you know, put them aside. Due to kapahaka, you know, we want to uphold our, our, our kapahaka staunch, you know. Our whanau has, has been one of the big sacrifices for most of the young rangatahi in this rōpū, so, you know, that's a big sacrifice to some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about... Um how do you, what does kapahake and performing on stage mean to you? Uh, well, for me, um, kapahake is part of, well, part of me, my passion, my culture. Um, I've, been, I've been doing uh, kapahake since I was a young fella and um, just growing up around it. Um, also, it brings that connection back with our tipuna um, and, and that's portrayed on stage when we take stage and, um, yeah, so... It's a great feeling. Kapaka to me is uh, yeah, mean Māori. Mean Māori. <laughs> now, in terms of matatini, is this your first one, your second one, or um, as a group, this is um, our second nationals. Our first one was in Palmerston in 2007. Before a lot of us in the group, um, it's a lot of first-time performers, and um, yeah, so 
So to, to somebody who doesn't know Kapahaka and the, the sacrifices that you make, you know how we see New Zealand Idol in these auditions and then these people being cut. Is it is it that hard out when it comes to the final 40? Ah, uh, definitely. Um, I know there's a, a lot of hard work that gets put into it. It's not only learning kupu and uh, actions. It's, a, it's also a mind game. Mm. You know, you, uh, remembering where where you're supposed to stand, the different sorts of formations and choreography and all that. So um, yeah, it's definitely a hard hard ball game. Um, and yeah, how do you think Matatini has changed over the years? Oh, it surely has improved amongst all Rupu, You know, the standard of level of Kabaka today has just uprisen so much. You know, and um, I've noticed today there's a lot of rangatahi groups out there now and, and they're, they're pulling off the shiz of the shizzles, you know. And um, a lot of these top teams like Te Wakahuya, Wahirere will always still be up there in the ranks, you know. But I think now that there's top nine up there, they, they give us more opportunity for new starting young rangatahi groups to, to, you know, make a bigger name for themselves. To mentally psych yourselves up mentally, like m- mentally and physically, uh, what do what do the tutors or, or you as a, as individuals um, do to psych yourselves up for matatini? Well, basically, it's an individual thing. It gets down to the individuality and how how you want to psych yourself up. But at the end of the day, I suppose being being together as a rōpū um, and having no conflicts amongst each other, and I'm just going there with um, with a whakaaro poi, whakaaro kotahi, and um, Mm. This morning, um, one of one of one of the uncles of Papa Charlie, uh, he took us down to uh, Horoipia. Kia, kia tukunaranga wai, o tauranga moana, kia homai ra te kaha te maramatangi roti o tātou nei mahi. Mm. Uh, me ki he, he wairua e hihi ko nei a tātou, kia whakapiki ake ra inga ra tukutuku o tēnei o ngā, ngā papa kāinga. Me ki ko whakatoa nei, tērā o ngā mana o tauranga, just for those um, who didn't quite understand what you said, can you um, translate what, what you guys actually did this morning? Well, this morning we um, we took a took about a, about 15 minutes to get down there. <laughs> so you went down to the Tauranga Moana, yeah. the, the ocean down there. Down the ocean down there, and um, one of the uncles done a bit of a karakia for each individual males. It was just a male thing that was taken about 4:30 this morning. And um, it was just to bless us with the waters that surround us here and keep us, keep us under, under, well, under the under the guardians of our of our ancestors who are looking down on us at this time. Eugene Tiamara and Wirimu Moyahu from the group Natonga Mai Tawhiti Komraya Rakurakuahau. And I'm Justin Murray. And for a list of winners and photos, you can check out our website radioNZ.co.nz forward slash Tiahika. Iwi Tiaroa chose to miss the last two Thematatini in 2005 and 2007. Issues around intellectual property and the direction the Thematatini board was going did not bode well with Tiaroa groups. So a collective decision was made to pull out of the Nationals, but Tiaroa has since made a comeback this year. That's four groups. Justine spoke to composer for the Whakarewarewa group, Tuhorangi Kinati Wahio, John Turi, about the return. Ko, ko te mea nui uh, I'm here with uh, John Turi. Kia ora, kia ora matua. Oh, kia ora rā. Kia ora. Kia ora, namihi kia koe. Now, um, you are the composer for the Rōpū Tūhaurangi ki Ngāti Wāhiao. Aira, kia tahi. So, let's talk about the Rōpū. 
Ah, the rope, to Hurangi. Well, um, to Hurangi, uh, Natiwaihau is a rope um, that is more than a rope because it's an iwi, eh? So it's iwi based and um, hapu based, and uh, I think that what makes us um, unique as a rope. Um, we've got a long history of performing arts, um, a legacy, I suppose, from our, our tūpuna that's been passed down. Um, and um, as part of that legacy, of course, we were um, one of the first tribes to uh, receive tourism. And as part of that tourism legacy was the entertaining of Manuhiri. So we've got a, a, a proud and long history of performing arts. Because Rotorua is... You know, you can go there and there's um, Māori villages set up, Tamaki yeah. tours, it's renowned for yes. performances at Ohine Mutsu. And, and our village of, of Te Whakarewarewa as well. Of so, course. Yeah, so um, a long history and all the Hangian concerts and, and it's our whanos that are all in, involved in all of those. Um, and, and I think if you watch today's, uh, tomorrow's programme, that's what we're singing about, is, is that legacy. Um, starting with uh, guides Maggie and guides Bella, who were um, famous in their time for leading uh, the Whakari Orewa concert party. Guide Maggie, who took the concert party over to the coronation of King George, and that's, that's part of our poi. Um, guide Bella, who was famous in her composition, she was the trendsetter of her time, if you like, she invented the poi waka that we see, you know, many groups performing That's now. That's when the wahine, yeah, the wahine crouched, down. crouched down and reenacting the, the waka and, and the journey of the waka the... and using the poise to symbolise the, the hoi and the bailing out of water. It was Guide, uh, Guide Bella that invented that. Um, so we're, we're singing about that legacy and how proud that we are to continue that legacy on today. And of course, to be back in Matatini and here with our relations of Tauranga Moana. And it's Kōrero about being back. Um, the Pōhiri, there was a very, very loud um, tiarawa yeah. being heard from inside the stadium. So, was that on purpose to say, hey, we're here, we're back? Tiarawa's back in the house and we're proud to be back. Um, we're proud to be back, um, happy to be back, um, and happy to bring. Um, what we bring to the competition. But um, yeah, we're all looking forward, all the Tiara groups are, are looking, have been looking forward to coming back. Now, John, I mean, this is, there's a lot of speculation going around why Tiara um, did not perform in, as part of the national festival. So, what can you tell us about, about that time, about why Tiara left Matatini? Um, I think Tiarua made it quite clear that they weren't happy with some of the directions that Matatini was moving to, some of the things that, that was proposed where Matatini should head, head to. Because Tiarua does have this proud legacy for us, first and foremost it must be about our kapahaka performing arts, and it's good to see that that's again centre stage. Um, yeah, so we're, ha we're happy with that. Some of the issues around intellectual property, you know, they've been sorted out. So things for us are now heading in the right direction and we're happy with that. John Tudi from the Kapahaka Group, Tuhaurangi ki Ngāti Wahi o. Radio National. 
One thing that you do notice when you're at Matatini is the super styly uniforms. Groups literally wear their kapahaka teams on their sleeves and it's a good way to be recognised and to stand out in the crowd. Estirangi Kahiki Bidwa and Huya Hahunga explains to Justine. Hi, kia ora koe, ko te rangi kahiki tōku ingoa, ko au te tiamana no Ngāti Rangi Wewehi. Ko Huya Hahunga hau, ko au te kaiako mo te kapahaka pakeke o Ngāti Rangi Wewehi. Kia ora. and can I just say that um, their, their kākahu uh, today is uh, uh, black, uh, panekutsi, and beautiful lime green. Is that, are these the colours of, of, the, of the iwi? Well, it represents uh, all our um, rākau rongoa, te taha o te awa o awahau, um, and, and uh, well, koera. The return of Te Arawa ki Matatini, what are, what are your thoughts on, on that, Kaupapa? Oh, me hararawa to the hooky mai the waka o tiarawa. Um, me te iwi a rangi wewehi. I had a mai mato ki te tautoko nga nga ropu o tiarawa. Uh, so you're basically saying, fire, that you're happy and you're back here mm. to, to support oh. um, um, the tiarawa groups. Kia koe, fire? No, we're absolutely thrilled that uh, tiarawa's back. Um, you know, things happen, you make a stand, um, things get resolved, and uh, it's very nice to be back. Mm. For, our, for people who may not understand, when you say things will get, things got resolved, what do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> we're probably not the two to be, well, certainly I'm not, but Hui is on the Tarawa um, Kapahaka Committee. And uh, look, there were issues, um, you know, some of us only heard secondhand. The reorganisation of the uh, traditional festival that we knew into Te Matatini. But look, um, things evolve. We're all evolving, evolving, all Maridam is evolving, and Kapahaka was no different. And I think Tarawa really supported the traditional concept of the main stage being about Kapahaka and found it a little difficult um, to, to take on the wider, the wider concept of where Te Matatini was going to go to. Uh, Do you have anything to add from that? Um, well, no, not really. I, I think Te Rangi Kahek has said it all. But uh, the other miharo um, uh, thing for, for Rangi Wewehi was at the Pohiri this morning, um, we placed a, uh, a taonga memory of um, Atarita. Um, last year, uh, Rangiwewehi had, um, had, had decided that um, this is what we'd like to do in regards to uh, the 35 years that uh, Atarita and Horowaiwai had uh, contributed to our iwi. Now I'd like to get your, both of your whakaro on who Atarita Maxwell was, what sort of lady she was from Te Arawa. Fantastic performer. Oh, she was more than fantastic. Uh, um, well, for me personally, um, a mother figure for me. Um, she not only showed, uh, shared her skills um, of ngamahiare uh, here, uh, emotional here, um, but uh, if ever there was any support in regards to ngamahiare here, um, the expertise not only. Um, uh, vocally, but also um, a waidua. So, um, yeah, ko mama atereta. Oh, well, with the kappa, oh, she was good. She was good. I, I um, 
um, not only for um, senior groups, but right from the beginning uh, of Tamariki, mina na ngamuko puna taya tukinga pakeke. Um, yeah. And what a wonderful gesture of creating a taonga to bring here to the Matatini this morning at the Pohiri. Oh, absolutely. Even though it was the year 2006, um, been a long time in mourning. And um, of course, she was the Queen of Kapahaka, and what better place to um, bring her way to her, plus the, the support of not only Rangiwiri, but Te Arawa as a hold. A few special words mentioned there about the late Atherita Maxwell, who was involved in Kapahaka for well over 35 years. I'm Mariah Rakraku, and you're listening to Te Ahika, our Te Matitini special, profiling the festival that took place in Taranga Moana last week. And I'm Justin Murray, and this is Radio New Zealand National. For hosts group Ngāti Ranginui, performing at Te Matatini was a bittersweet victory. In 1996, at the Takitumu Regional Competitions, the group was disqualified because the board agreed that Ngāti Ranginui was not recognised as part of the waka Takitumu. So began a journey of hardship and proving themselves that they were part of Takitumu waka. Last year, the group performed at those same regionals and came second. Which earned a place at this year's nationals. Justin spoke to leader Maudia Nātoko about their journey. Kia ora, kia ora Maudia. Kia ora. Kia ora, kai te here. Kei te pai. Maudia, um, you performed on Thursday and um, looking back, how do you think you went as a rōpū? I think the group did everybody themselves proud, as well as the moana, and in particular um, all the people that have been to support us during this campaign of the last six months. It's really proud of, of the group's performance. You know, on, on the day there was, you know, courted all that, um, you know, you were staying at, at Waitai Lodge. Was, was this on purpose to kind of get yourself in, in the zone? Firstly, away from the hype, um, out of Tauranga, so to speak, and just the time for the group to concentrate with one another, you know, the task at hand, the performance, and to actually um, do some fucker for knowing of things, um, bushwalking, kayaking, being a big task, first time for Latsidangi Nui Kappa. Strategically, it was about psychological build-up for them, knowing that over the last few months they've had people come and, and just remind them that, you know, you're standing there for all of us, and, you know, when they say all of us, that's the moana that, for some of the kaihaka, um, presented a bit of nervousness, but um, just really psychologically to get them in an environment where they could just relax. And what about you, Maria? You know, this is, I mean, you've done kapahaka since, you know, Mairan or from way back. Um, you know, personally, what, what sacrifices have you made to, to stand on the matatini stage? Probably to put everything that's primarily primary in my life to the side biggest being whānau um, the biggest sacrifice is time and hours not so much in resource because it's something that I love doing um, but yeah um, if we were to be fortunate to make it to another matatini would certainly look at how we could do things a lot better um, especially being the first time around the track for us now, yesterday's cancellation of the kapahaka, um, Maudia, how, in your, um, I, I have spoken to other groups who say they're really disappointed, um, Tauranga Moana should have prepared for rain, or Matatini, I should say, should have prepared for rain. Um, it's affected the final, there are no finals, so what are your thoughts on that? Firstly, for Te Kapa Ngāti Ranginui, it was about giving 250%. Um, I was very respectful of the, pool, the teams that were in our pool, um, certainly knowing the calibre that they have produced in the past and still do. 
Um, but at the end of the day, um, for me, it's about knowing that um, we did our best for our people and doesn't matter what the decision was, whether we made the finals or not, that didn't matter. For me, it was about Thursday, February the 19th at 20 minutes to five. That counted. So I, I do feel when we had our tutors meeting the other night um, for some of the rōpū, especially for some, and I'll just speak for some of our Tarawa whānau that have just come back um, to hear that it's now just 1 to 36. Um, and yet in the rules it said that we would be judged per pools. And I guess at the end of the day, some of us still want to have that judging of the pools, knowing that there's no finals. But for newcomers like Ngāti Ranginui, it's so that we can actually see how we stacked up against those other teams in our pool. Yes. Kia ora. Now let's talk about your, your bracket, the, your performance that you did um, on Thursday, Modi. What was the, the tikanga or the, the kaupapa or the theme throughout your performances? Uh, basically it was uh, promoting Taki Temu Ki Tauranga. Um, for too long we have been misinterpreted as a tribe that belongs to a different uh, waka. And so I made a few statements, some of them political, but more so informing people that we are Takitemu. And in the haka, I used an external, only one external example of how we are Takitemu. And I came through the Taitanga Mahaki line and then um, looked at our principal Tupuna Ranginui and who he married, which was Tamatea Amwa's uh, daughter, Kurapuri. And that line is the, the Mahaki line. But really, the whole program was based on what was said 12 years ago that um, to be told by one in particular member of the exec at that time that we weren't Takitimu affiliated. That really ripped my old people. Yeah. And so 12 years on, I fixed that. I made that. I fixed that wrong. For me, I don't care if the judges score us slowly because of that, but it's just so that the rest of them ought to know he iwi angati ranginui no te waka o Takitimu. Maudia Nātoko, leader of the group Ngāti Ranginui. And for a full list of the winners and photos, you can check out our website, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika. For people living outside of New Zealand who aren't exposed to the kapahaka, coming to Te Matatini can be quite daunting. Luckily, that's all catered for. You could purchase a small radio at Te Matatini and listen to Hakarongo Mai, which translated the Māori language into English. I, Mariah, will get the lowdown on the radio broadcast of Te Matatini later on in the programme. Justin Murray here for Radio New Zealand National at the Matatini Festival and it's the final day uh, of the competition and uh, I've uh, happened to bump into, will I introduce myself to a couple of uh, tourists uh, here in uh, Tauranga and I'm speaking with... Bruce. And Wendy Egertson. Where are you from, Wendy? We're from the west coast of Canada in a place called, from a place called... Um, British Columbia. Yes. And and what brought you here today? We're just really interested in the Maori culture. We were here about 25 years ago, went to one of the first marais that um, started, and we see a huge difference in in the last 25 years. It seems like um, the Maori have really come together, and they've really brought their culture to a new level. And so what do, you, what do you think of the festival so far? Oh, I think it's great. Um, I don't understand an awful lot of the uh, language, but um, uh, it's, it's fun to see the, the different types of dances and so on. Um, we're still kind of getting used to exactly what they're all about, but um, the haka is something we've seen in Rotorua, and we're kind of getting 
uh, friendly with what exactly they're trying to show. It's kind of interesting. Is there anything similar in terms of the culture celebrated in Canada, your home Well, we country? were just commenting on the, uh, the carving here. Um, and our West Coast um, native people do a similar thing, very similar to this in um, carving their totem poles. And so that's why we've taken an interest in it. There they use the cedar, and here you use a, a different kind totara. of totara wood. Have you had the chance to, ch to, to taste some of the uh, delicacies here? No. That's where we're <laughs> heading right now. <laughs> Anything on your mind, or are you just going to look? We're just going to, well, we're going to taste, but um, we're going to see. Uh, we were told that the national um, Maui food was French fry. But we're, we're going to try and the find potato. something other than that. <laughs> Bruce and Wendy, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. I'm Justine Murray, and you're listening to Radio New Zealand National. And I'm Maraia Rakuraku, and this is Te Ahikana, featuring our special coverage of Te Matatini. Thousands of people came along to see Te Matatini, and despite the rain, it was a great event to go along to. But for those who couldn't make it, there was the radio. At any large event such as this, the role of the broadcaster is to paint the picture of what's happening. Then there's the actual broadcasting of the event. Justine went behind the scenes with Miss Kihi Adirinui. Well, no kone, darling. No te pito te ao. No tauranga moana, tauranga tangata. Ko wai, ko raudu. Kitahi. Oh, kia ora. Now, um, Miss Kihi, as you are more popularly known as, yeah? Well, sometimes whānau. I mean, you know, I know the police love to hassle me like that. Hey, Miss Kihi. No, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Miss Key, take it's us... It's a Bebo name. Oh, it's a Bebo yeah. name. Yeah. Take us for a little... You are one of the announcers. I am. Uh, for, on behalf of a Moana AM's broadcast. So take us on a bit of a tour. Basically, we set up here at the corporate box um, at Bay Park because um, we need, you know, have to have the quiet time. But also, um, it's set up so it, it's fluid through, um, we've streamed through to the TV and we're using the same generator, I suppose, the same power and all that sort of stuff. Um, more to that, uh, we have got, I'd say, about eight jockeys on board, um, four techs, uh, along with operations and a couple of directors in there. Um, however, with radio, we're very, very multitask, so we have to, you know, whether we're picking up the rubbish or getting on air, um, we do it with finesse. So, um, and we've also, so we've got our EB radio here, which is broadcasted to 19 stations, 19 radio stations, um, and we have a full broadcast from the beginning, which was 9 o'clock uh, this morning, and we'll go through to hopefully 9 o'clock this evening. Um, we've also got, we're in conjunction, not in conjunction, but we've got two entities, Entities, um, two bodies, um, Iwi Radio, and of course Matatini's very own um, interpretation um, FM frequency, Hakarongo uh, Mai, and that is carried by Miss uh, Miss Winner Tate. Uh, a little bit more deep and meaningful um, on the Hakarongo Mai side because they're interpreting and they're translating every part of the way for those who are... And what, what's happening here is they've got these little radios uh, and people are purchasing them. They're mainly put out there for our manuhiri to aranging, for our foreigners or our mm. tourists or our guests. We don't understand what they're singing about. It's, Kia it's, it's been a guide. It's more than a broadcast. It's really just a guide and it's, um, it's, we're just drawing a picture of what's happening here yep. for those who can't be here and those who can be here. Fabulous. So you're not on air at the moment. Can I squeeze and get a quarter? Yes. Yep, yep. Yes, okay. come with me. So here I am, I'm making way into the um, sort of soundproof booth. Yep. 
and I'm here with Kia, Mr. My name is Kingy Biddle Tena Kuto. Oh, well, well, not Kingy Biddle Tena Kuto. My name is Kingy Biddle, and I'm saying Tena Kuto. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kingy, how has your broadcast been um, after a, a cancellation day? Would have um, delayed your guys' mahi for for one whole day. It was a, it was it was a bit of a a, a shock to hear, but uh, uh, I, I think uh, it needed needed to happen. We were here in the broadcast booth when it was happening. At that time, we could literally see the rain. We could literally see the rain falling. We could see the tents blowing. By that time, the tent had the fence had fallen down, uh, and, and you were watching it. And all. we were watching it all happen. But one of the things that needed to happen, and that's the power of radio, is that we were we actually had to stay. We wanted to stay for a, for for those hours so that people could actually know what was happening because at that time, the uh, the, the fact about the uh, final nine hadn't been said. Uh, how would Matatini answer this question, which was how can they still finish on Sunday afternoon? That question hadn't been answered. Yes. So what we wanted to do was to let people know exactly what was happening or even whether or not uh, we were going to start again on that Saturday. Um, as, as you can see, it's, it's, you're now uh, taken into the veritable hub, the <laughs> veritable beating heart of the broadcast. And what we're doing is uh, uh, the group that's on stage now, Te Reninga Kōtaku. But yes, um, a, uh, something that's never happened to me bef- to, to a radio broadcast before, or even to Te Iwi Māori, with the cancellation of one day's whole performance. Uh, and that was, of course, the, the Friday. Miss Kihiri Dinui and Kingi Biddle talking to Justine up at the radio broadcast of Te Matatini. On the last day at Te Matatini, there was a bit of a wait for the crowd until the winners were announced. Now, this is always exciting, eh, Justine? There's always a little bit of apprehension. Everyone's deciding who was it, who was it? I had a bit of a long wait, not to mention those who had travelled far to be there who were probably waiting to hit the road to get home. MC uh, Mabel Farikawa Burt did a great job in ensuring boredom didn't set in, so she encouraged an impromptu performance by the judges. As you'll hear next, followed by the announcement of the winners. Justine Murray here for Te Ahika on the last day of the Matatini. It's about 7.30pm and it's a very warm Tauranga evening. Oh, oh. With the announcement shortly due on when the next Matatini is and the winning groups. I'd like to invite, we would like to invite my whanau, the kaipiripiri, who have been going through all this turmoil and trying to take one winner out of 36 teams. Would you help me to invite the judges to show those skills?
Today. I'm, I'm supporting all the teams who've given it their best shot. Good choice. Especially Wakahui. I hope they win this one. <laughs> In first place, yes. for the Ivory Yes. the Tua Waka Uhu Waka, the Duncan McIntyre Trophy being presented by the Arikinui 2 Tangata Ehekiana Kitepo, He Itzitangata Ekakiana Kiterangi. Many fail, but few succeed. Many make the descent into eternal darkness, but few ascend to heaven. Hey, Tera Wiki, Tewi, Mauri Ora Tato Katoa.